tuning in to the online broadcast network. AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries. And your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Grimsters! Welcome back! Guys, we're back! Yeah! <laughs> We're back from our inexplicable hiatus. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us here on AfterBuzz TV's Grim After Show. Grimsters, welcome back. I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Uh, you can tweet at me at that Zach Wilson, and tonight we're going to be talking about the episode "Bad Luck." We're going to be doing it with my fantastic panel over here. Hi, Yell Teagle. <laughs> you can tweet at Yell at Yell Teagle. Yeah, that's correct. Y a e l T y g i e l. Nice. <laughs> Reading my neck. Yes, I am. Uh, Tari uh, Miller. Yes, was here can as well. Find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T a u r i j a y. Bam. Uh, it's not Dylan- on my neck. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> Isn't it? Uh, Dylan Chance, unfortunately, unable to join us tonight, uh, but he will be back next week. Uh, guys, if you haven't done so already, make sure you subscribe to this. Go to youtube.com slash TV, where you can subscribe to this and all of the AfterBuzz TV panels. Over a hundred shows a week that you can get here at AfterBuzz. Um, you can also find us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Be sure to rate, comment, share with all of your friends, because you know there are Grimsters out there that are, are not lucky as you guys mm-hmm. to listen to the insanity that is this panel. Yeah. Truth. So help them. Help them find themselves here. Help them, help them. Uh, yes. Um, so the quote today, no one is so thoroughly superstitious as the godless man. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's from Uncle Tom's Cabin. Yeah, it's Harry Beecher Stowe. It is. Uh, I'm trying to help. No, it's it, it's all about, it's super, this is a very heavy in the, the superstition of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an interesting, when magic exists... Where does the line between superstition and what is real stop? Mm. Uh, I'm curious. I mean, do you guys think that this rabbit's foot, uh, the the Villahara foot, is actually causing magic that helps people conceive? Well, I feel like I feel like that's what we're being told. That yes, that is how it works. Right? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and it's not unheard of that magic exists, so I think that there is some validity to it. I mean, it's not like the Vessen believing that they're more fertile makes them more fertile. It's not like if a lady was like, you know what, I'm going to make my eggs more viable, or a guy was like, I'm going to shoot less blanks, then that's going to do it. If you don't want to be shooting blanks, you just have to believe. You have to visualize. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so, we got the uh, big Villahara storyline in this. Um, with Peter Rabbit. Yeah, so with yes, <laughs> that was my favorite part. <laughs> I, it, it, like, didn't click at first. Um, <laughs> I think cause, I think partially because when I first saw him, Voga, at the beginning, I thought he was a lamb. He did mm. look a little lamb. I can see that. Yeah. And short ears. I, the ears. Mm-hmm. The ears were not very apparent in the right. darkness. 
Yeah. Would you say that his ears didn't hang low? They didn't wobble to or fro? You could not tie those in a knot or a bow. Oh. <laughs> his mom's, though, his mom's were very long and fluffy. They yes, were. yes um, they were. I just want to point out this mom. That's Finn's mom from Glee. She has terrible, uh, terrible experiences with sons. They all seem to die on her. Oh. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. Spoilers. The actor died. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't watch that show. Cory Monteith has passed away. They just do a lot of over-the-shoulder shots now. <laughs> let's awesome. let's move on to a less morose topic. Yes. Okay. Chopping people's feet off for yeah. fertility drugs. Yeah, rabbit's fun. Um, yeah. So, circling back to the magic, no. I just thought about this, in that, like, it w- makes sense that it would be a rabbit that makes them fertile, mm-hmm. because it, they're, like... Rabbits? M- yes, they're rabbits. <laughs> So, that was a thing. Rabbit magic. Rabbit I did, magic. I did like that they were like, let's take this idea of a lucky rabbit's foot and put it together with what rabbits are also known for. And be like, <laughs> what if this is a clever idea? Yeah. And somebody... Yeah. Uh, Bart, Bart, Bra- Bart J. Braswell. Pointed out that it was an early Easter episode. I didn't, I didn't even notice that, but it totally <laughs> is. It's like perfectly timed. Of course, <laughs> you and I didn't notice it was an Easter episode. Hey, I like peeps. <laughs> You're the, like the only person in the world. Well, a lot of people love peeps. Um, only peep jousting, unless you're jousting with them. <laughs> I don't know where what happened just now, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but I'm glad they didn't like wait another week to and to bring us back to Grim yeah. just to land it on Easter. Yeah. I mean, that would have been cool if they because they already the Christmas one was early, right? Yeah. And well, no, because now you can go rewatch this next week if you want, like, an, a horrifying Easter this, Sunday treat. This is my kind of Easter. <laughs> and isn't Easter in two weeks? I don't know. It's Yeah. It's, it's the weekend weeks. of the third, I believe. Yep. Okay. It's in two weeks. It's Yay. It's Passover. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Let's enough with the religious holiday trying to remember stuff. Um, Happy so the the big plot line in this is these are I mean this is not a brand new we've seen this before a rare type of vessel is being hunted for one thing or another. Yeah. But um, we've seen it with the the golden egg right. previously. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this, uh, we've had a lot of this hunter thing going on. You know, we had the um the Oh, the manticore who is uh, mm-hmm. the bounty hunter. The bounty, bounty hunter. hunter. Yeah, oh, yeah. This guy hunting, and I feel like we have a lot of hunting happening, right? Or is it just those I two mean, that it feels like? Well, no. There's a lot of people look. I mean, just uh, with Adeline and uh, Diana, like people are hunting for. There's a yeah. lot of people are looking yeah. for a lot of different things yeah. right now, and they are I'm hard to find. Yeah, for Meisner. <laughs> <laughs> he is not in this episode. And I was sad. Meisner Watch 2015. Still coming up short. (laughs) So sad. I want him to show up, and then there'd be like a flashback of him in the background of all these episodes where you missed him. And you're like, oh, Meisner Watch is a lie. That would be amazing. (laughs) Um, All 
also, I'd like to thank whoever tagged me on Pinterest. Somebody tagged me in a photo of Damien Plugger shirtless, and I want to thank them. They deserve a shout out. Nice, of course, were, of course. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the name, the three names of these characters, these Villahara rabbits. Um, whoever named them is just having way too much fun because oh, you have Peter Rabbit, mm-hmm. you have Beatrix, Beatrix Bennett. Oh, Um, And then you have Chloe Bennett, which is not a rabbit thing, but Chloe Bennett is an actress who is on S.H.I.E.L.D. right now. Oh, yeah. Who plays Sky. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, as soon as I heard this, like, Chloe, wait, didn't they say her last name is Bennett? Yeah. (laughs) Somebody's watching S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs) I had a nerd moment. Nice. And I'm sure it was, it couldn't have been unintentional. But we will never know for sure, will we? Um, uh, shout out to Thomas Ian Griffith, who wrote the episode. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Shout out for your good naming abilities. Um, so, so clever. We got, in, <clears throat> we got introduced to the Villahar. We also got introduced to the Laporum Venators, mm-hmm. um, which I guess is, it, with Laporum, it's, it's sort of, it's sort of wolf-like. Yeah. yeah. It's another bloop-bop cousin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the, you will. the chat roll is discussing what kind of vessel he was. We have no idea. He's a Laporum Venator. Right, like, <laughs> like what, what kind animal, of animal yeah. base? Well, just like there are a million kinds of dogs in the world. Um, yeah. Are there? Yeah. Th- there are well, thousands there are of lot. kinds of dogs okay. in the world. There are many types of canine vessins, mm-hmm. is, like, is what we're saying. We I got, see. we had the, the quintuplets. Um, <laughs> the, 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 fa- the, yeah, the, the, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, technically, um, Rosalie is a canine vessin. Foxes are canines. Right. Interesting. Um, which an interesting. Let's just take a sidestep because we got uh, Rosalie and uh, Monroe mm-hmm. in a fertility clinic this week. Yeah, finally, Yay. I was like, "Oh my god, can we get some answers? Answers about like, can these two have a baby?" Yeah, yeah. which it seems the answer is yes. They yeah. very much can have a baby, right? and even a medical person is like, "That's cool." It yeah. was so exciting to see this scene because it just opened up all these questions because up until now, like, we've been discussing, is it possible? Can it be done? What would happen? Is it explosive? Like, what, you know, what is this? And then they go in and they vogue and he sees that they're different and he's like, okay, come on in. Let's talk about it. All right. So neither one of you has infertility in your family. Your age isn't a factor. And I was like, what? so basically, yes, like this is happening. Yeah. It's happening. That's basically he said yes. How many how many babies can one show sustain? Um mm, infinite amounts. Yeah. They can just juggle them. Yeah. I mean we did have you might say that the characters in the show are going at it like rabbits. Uh, <laughs> um I don't know how to say your name. T-A-O-N-A-S-91 says that the guy was based on black foxes. Oh. That makes sense. Foxes hunt rabbits. Yes. Uh, It fits. Uh, Again, type of canine. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so... Yeah. (laughs) um, But it looks like they... It was very subtle, like... Monroe is like just looking at all the baby stuff and like he's clearly Monroe clearly wants a baby. Mhm. Yeah. I think you're projecting, but yes. <laughs> we clearly want them to have a baby. Well, yes, but he's also like 
very excited while he's flipping through the magazine. Right. Like, oh, they develop a kind of hearing here. Yeah. And I feel like you don't sit next to the woman you're with and talk about all that stuff unless you're trying to say something. Or, I mean, you're in the situation. I'm sure they have open conversations about yeah. it. I'm sure they discuss it all the time. That's a thing couples do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Rosalie looks over. You, you'd make a great father. <laughs> so <laughs> it's happening. So yeah, I think it. But like the the most important part of that scene to me was that the doctor, when they like, because they have to voga, yeah. um, in order to like get let into the office. Mm-hmm. And I like that he was just standing there, like, come <laughs> <Really>? on, <laughs> yeah. Um, but he doesn't, he didn't even react to the fact that it was a right. Fuchsbau and a Bluthbot. That was not even a a worry or a right. thing. Yeah. It's going to happen. <laughs> so I, maybe in this case, it's not something explosive. Maybe they just, it becomes a hybrid child. And right. that's how, like, new speed, that's how you wind up with all these different canine vessin yeah. is just the same way that you wind up with a thousand different kinds of dogs is crossbreeding. Yeah, so they'll make, like, a Labradoodle or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think Fuchsbau plus Bluebody equals Labradoodle. I want the chat roll to start coming up with what that would be called. A Bluebow. A Fuchsbot. Go. Go, Fuchs chat roll. Go, Do it. Chat roll. <laughs> they got it. They're on it. And ch- chat roll's on it. You on Twitter, iTunes. I want you to get on it. Tweet on us whatever yeah. that new species would be called. Yeah. Maybe we'll pick a winner for next week. Yeah. We'll just give you. We have only shout outs to <laughs> to give, we but will find a prize. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we will make something better. Uh, so yes, well, I'm issuing that challenge to you right now. Twitter, uh, Facebook, not Facebook. We couldn't find yeah. it on Facebook. Chat Twitter, roll. chat roll, um, and comments in the YouTube channel. Yes, we'll make yes. sure you comment so we can find it later because the chat roll goes away. Uh, um, yeah, good call. Leave it in a comment on iTunes or uh, leave it in a comment on iTunes, a tweet at us, or a comment on YouTube, and we will find it by next week. Nice. We, we thought this through. What is what is <laughs> totally. the name of what would happen if you combined a Fuchs bow and a Bloop bot? What would you call that yeah. thing? I like it. I want to know. <laughs> yep. Tari just won. <laughs> Sorry, I'm here with Tari. Supposed to be for the fans. Um, no, but so they they meet with Doctor Radfield, um, and he's totally innocent yeah. of like the, like he seems he's the only Vessin uh, fertility doctor left in Portland. Well, I mean, there were three, and the fr- I was really worried when he threw the the file away that it was going to be the one that Rosalie was like, I know this guy, I trust him, it can't be him. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's clearly him then. Right. You said you trust him, therefore, he is evil. <laughs> uh, no, it turns out it's the nurse. Yeah. Who who looked at them very... I wasn't sure what that look was at the moment. Yeah. I thought it was just like, oh, they're cute. <laughs> oh, I, I thought maybe she was not Vessin. And she didn't see anything. She's like, why are they just sitting yeah, there? Yeah, I was thinking that, too. She's like, man, everyone's we- moving weirdly. Yeah, they're just hanging out. <laughs> um... <laughs> Boo69B says, I I hear Rosalie say I'm pregnant to Monroe. It would make me really happy. Yeah, it would. <laughs> it would just be the happiest moment ever I, for everyone on Grimm. I'm yeah. going to be honest. I would prefer we see what happens before she says I'm pregnant. You mean like hey dinner and stuff? Yeah, dinner like, and stuff. Yeah, she takes me to dinner. <laughs> yep, that's exactly wine, right. But she doesn't drink the wine and then she says it. 
Yeah, something, ah, something so romantic. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the moment that Yell's Eagle was thinking about. <laughs> yep. Uh, <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I mean, they, it was it was to a certain extent a standard Vessin of the Week storyline. Yeah. There's a problem. They find the person who's doing bad stuff. Yeah. They track that person down. They say Nick saves the day before at least one person can get one last person can be hurt. Right. Um, but Chloe was like super <coughs> badass. Oh yeah, right. Like yeah. at first she was the obnoxious sister, and then when she gets captured, and he's like, "Vogue for me, love," and she was like, "No, it's so good, <laughs> I loved it." And then uh, she just wouldn't do it, and then she kicked his ass. Yes, <laughs> that was my favorite. That part. was so cool. Yeah, I liked it. I mean, she like first we just see her, and she's just like bargaining with her brother. Yeah. She's like, "All right, I won't tell mom." <laughs> But like, I'm gonna need something in return, yeah. you know, <laughs> some of that cheddar, or well, like or you, teenager cheddar, which is like cover for me with mom, right? Um, but apparently, mom had very good reason for telling them right. don't sneak out into the woods. Yeah, somebody with an axe is gonna come murder you. Hey, mom, maybe you shouldn't move into the woods. Yeah, yeah. right. Major metropolitan cities, I think. <laughs> I mean, in fairness, there there are a lot more places to hide and axe murder somebody in a major metropolitan area, as is evidenced by this show. But I mean, hmm. if you're in like the major, the like the high populated area, like there are witnesses, and you're never alone, right? And yet there are murders everywhere anyway. (laughs) Look at the evidence that has lasted for three and a half seasons. It happens in the goddamn woods. Yeah. (laughs) They're in the city plenty. The point is, if you're maybe just not be in Portland. Yeah. Is the (laughs) read the paper, mom. Uh, Beatrix, go out. Get. I don't know if the Vessin have a paper, but they must. And every day of it is just. Uh, murder, <laughs> Grim solves it, uh, another one of us is dead. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like there has to be some sort of webs, I mean, cause, you know, Nick hasn't, he hasn't digitized his files yet, but I'm sure the Vessin are smarter than him and have like a forum where they can discuss things. Right? Well, I mean, the, you, I've actually want to know now. Is there like a is there a Vessen chat room, <laughs> like an AOL chat room for Vessen? Do chat rooms exist? Ooh, they seem fairly <laughs> uh, not non integrated. Like they mm. they're all kind of doing their own thing. I, I imagine yes. There's probably like a Craigslist like sub thing where it's like there's subreddit for yeah, Vessen, right? <laughs> I um, like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone just, like, if you go on it, you think they're crazy because they're using all these weird German-esque words. <laughs> German-esque. And you're like, all right, sure. <laughs> yep. That's so right. And yeah. then a German person gets on there like, what the? I, <laughs> I still don't know yeah. what is happening here. <laughs> that's not even real. <laughs> that's not a word. Uh, but there must be. And, like, that's the thing. I was like, I think the show will eventually go into that a little bit. Um <laughs> We know that they're connected. Yeah. Like, um, just the Vessen Council is is able to put out bounties via right. iPads right. and stuff. <laughs> I think it's weird that the council is like high tech, and everybody else is like old no, style, yeah, no tech. According to Steve Bailey, old school. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a forum with the ice beavers. Interesting. Hmm. Well, there was like a literal forum where they all gathered. Is that? <laughs> I was like, I don't remember them going online. 
Like, yeah, I mean, they literally, like, got together all, like... What is that? What's, that's not a Yeah, no. No one goes outside. No one sees uh, each other. In, we have computers. As if they were meeting at, a, like, a lodge of some kind. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Um, so, yeah, but here, here's a question that... So, yeah, the, the storyline was... Right. It's there. Yeah. Yes. Um, you got. You all don't need me to recap it for Super you. Easter, you watch yes. episode. Super. Is that what Easter's about? Yeah. <laughs> this would. I would be way more interested in the Easter story <laughs> if it was about yeah. me too. <laughs> and Leporum Venators yeah. killing each other. I'm going to share that story with my family for generations. Um, I did love when Hank just shot the guy in the chest. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was great. Um, like where we're and. Actually, this this moment stood out to me because a lot of times shows fall into this pit of like in action scenes. They want they like want the guy to finish his big speech. Like, well, this is for yeah. for me and all of my kind, and then stabs. But <laughs> right. like in this case, this is for bam in the chest. Doesn't matter what it was for. <laughs> yeah, you're you're dead, dead. I was like. Who was he complaining about? Shut up. That's what I was thinking. I think he was just gonna say this is for me. Because he's a selfish dick, right? <laughs> You're trying. To, I can call him a dick. He's this is a man who chops off feet and sells them for ten to fifteen thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's a also dick. a detective. <laughs> nice dick. Um, uh, um, <laughs> I just before we finish this story, yeah, I, yeah. Um, I really loved that we had this like kick-ass girl. And, like, the mom and her survived. And I feel like this story was interesting enough that, you know, because the past few, like, one-off, like, story of the weeks have been kind of boring, I think. And I like this one that it distracted. And we had a really great sassy woo. (laughs) And I think that we need more sassy woo. Also, he's, like, on it with his clues. Oh yeah, yeah. He is on top it's of that. Woos, clues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sassy woos, sassy. <laughs> yeah, I'll hop right on that. I couldn't stop <laughs> it. I <laughs> I tried to stop myself. Yeah. That was what he said. So good. Um, yeah, I mean, how many? I'm just surprised that nobody on the show made a Peter Rabbit reference. They were so close. They were. Peter is a rabbit-like vessel. <laughs> you, you're telling me that Peter is rabbit-like? <laughs> Say it. <laughs> Say it. Uh, I thought Wu might call it out at one point. No. Uh, but so here's my question. This is just like to the bigger Vessin. It's one of our bigger Vessin questions. Mm-hmm. So we saw the foot. Um, of Peter. We saw Peter's foot yeah. after it had been chopped off and it was under the bed and all that. Right. It was pretty big. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, it was a pretty sizable foot. More than, like, a teenage boy would have. Presumably more than that kid had. Um, if you... <laughs> yes? Because he, he vogas, right. like, without, like, thinking about it. Right. Would he have, like, hulked out of his shoe? <laughs> but, like, this is, like, a bigger question. Like, yeah. we, right. we saw that he had to remove... He was removing Chloe's foot... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if if he vogue, because and this is like another thing, which is like her humans can't see right. what's happening. So it's like, do they just see like a shoe explode if it gets bigger? <laughs> um, Interesting. Or do they like know to wear flexible sneakers that I, can? I imagine that one. 
they um, like have special shoes. Yeah, wear. like they all wear Crocs or something, <laughs> and it just stretches with them. I mean, because they would go through so many shoes if every time they fold, it would be like like they'd lose a pair. Yeah, you know. Interesting. I have no idea. I just wanted to put that question out there because I thought of it while I was watching. Because yeah. like, I noticed like the the foot was just so much bigger than right. a normal foot would have been. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I just you never know. Maybe he had giant feet. That's true. Yeah, I guess. Um, I mean, I thought your question was going to be, which was my thought, why did it stay vogue after it was removed? Because they usually like return back to human form once they are dead. We've seen that before, though. If you kill if you someone, scare them into it, right? Because no, we have to like they, the they money. had to use um, they had to use some kind of uh, serum or something, didn't they? Or they had, or did they just torture them until they kept, until they stayed vogue? Uh, in through mummification. I thought it was uh, mm. like an injection or something. You're right. There is something special that has to happen. I'm, I'm thinking maybe it's part of the magic of this creature. Maybe. Okay. Um, would be like if I had to like get it, just get an excuse out. That would be. It's like it's just how it works. It's just because <laughs> like you, you chop the foot off and then it's going to be magical properties well, and so help you maybe, get a, a baby. Maybe it's because he removed the foot. Right? So, like, the body went back to human form. Yeah, it did. But right. so because he chopped off the foot in voga form, the foot stays. Okay. Because it's now disconnected from the host body. Right, and it wasn't... And he didn't die before uh, right. it was uh, yeah. disconnected. Okay. So it continued to I'll live. take that. Yeah. Okay. Answers. Uh, I can buy I it, but, <laughs> but... But a, but a very good question. Yeah. Um... Agreed. So let before we get into Juliet the Hex and Beast, <laughs> before we get into Adeline pregnant again, I want to take a quick break <laughs> and talk to you guys about iTunes. Yeah. Um guys, uh we talked about it a little bit at the top. It makes makes such a big difference when you go onto iTunes and you go onto YouTube. If you go onto YouTube, hit the little thumbs up. If you're watching this now, you can click the little button in the corner. It looks like this little thumbs up I'm giving you right now. You can just click it and it makes a big difference. It helps this video become more searchable. Go onto iTunes. Hit us with a rating and a review. We want more ratings. We're at, I think, 70 ratings now. Um, hold on. Hold on. 70 ratings. 70 exactly. ratings. I want 30 more by the end of this season. You know, you know what? I want you guys to write a review. You can do it. It takes 30 seconds to write a five-word review. That would be more than enough. Just tell us what your thought is on the Fuchsbau-Bloopbot combination. Put it on iTunes in the comments. But by the end of the season, I want 100 ratings. I don't think that's too much to ask. No. I would like your guys' help with that. Because the ratings make a huge difference. It's how we get the guests that we get on this program. And we've got some stuff in the works. I can't confirm anything yet. But we are working on some exciting stuff. And we want to bring those people in. And you can best help us get them in here by going onto iTunes and hitting us with a rating and a review. Do we have any shout-outs? When was our last show? You're asking for math. I'm asking for a date. Was it the 12th? I believe it was the 12th. I think we had one more recent re- one recent review. No, was the show the 12th? I believe the show was the 12th. I'm going to read that review anyway. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, we got a review on the 12th from uh, Cami Vamp. It was spot on review, five stars. This podcast rocks! The predictions are so much fun to hear, and the hosts always pick up on things that is uh, are easy to miss. I think the keys are going to be a way to make soldiers for the original Roya family. 
or a way to control Grimm, like mind control or something. Hmm. The show needs to be more zombie Nick. Uh, interesting. I agree. We More have zombie Nick. Yeah. I like the idea. I'm not sure if that's what it's going to be, but I like the idea that it would somehow create like super soldier or like super Vessin. Yeah. Um, if it's like to unlock some vault that has like the DNA or like some magic potion or something. Maybe. We have one more um, from BBB0919195348. Are you giving out your phone number? That's definitely not my phone number. I think it's too many numbers. Um, Looks like they stopped. I like the show, but it hasn't been on for a while. Looks like they stopped. Incorrect! Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We have not stopped. Um, In fact, there was a hiatus, and we're back. So find us, BBB1. Zero nine eight. Yes, return to us. <laughs> um, it looks like we're having some technical difficulties. I said refresh. It's back. Um, back. Yeah, so just refresh. If you can hear us and not see us, hit refresh. <laughs> That's not um, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let's get into Juliet's big. Okay. Because she like we left this big hiatus mm-hmm. um, with, on the note of like, okay, Nick knows now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how did you guys feel about Nick's and Nick and Julia both having very strong reactions in this situation? Go. Hmm. You want me to go? <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Well, the overall, uh, my impression of the overall thing, just to for me having to put it in normal terms because it's not a situation I come across every day. What? <laughs> um, to me, it felt like um, as if, for example, Nick were a smoker and now his girlfriend has lung cancer. So like uh he he feels super responsible for it and she's just trying to deal with it and figure out what she can do what she can't do but she knows overall she's terminal for, uh, for all intents and purposes mm-hmm. um and he's like going from doctor to doctor going how can we fix her etc um and then at the end he's essentially she, it's like she pulled off her wig and is like I have cancer and he's like and he's like I, I want to love you and she's like look at me I have no hair and it's like well this is who we are now how do we move forward wow that's almost as good as the diabetes one is that you too yes that sounds like you um wow good analogy I I disagree because I do that that's fine um I feel like the situation now is he needs to realize that she because he started to think on these like he had the flashbacks of times when she like accepted his bull and -hmm. accepted his situation and did all this and yes this is his fault he needs to suck it up (laughs) and and be a man and deal with it you know this is the woman that he loves and he wants to spend the rest of her life his life (laughs) whatever so I know what you mean (laughs) here's my problem Let's say she would have accepted the proposal. They would have gotten married way back when, right? If that were to happen, there are these words you say, like, you know, better or worse, mm-hmm. sickness and health. Mm-hmm. Those kinds of things that you <laughs> vow to do, one would say. So, yeah, okay, she's a hexen beast. Deal with it. You love her. Accept it. You know, it's not going to change, and, and you love her. I th- I thought that he didn't want to look at her at the end because he didn't want her to see what you see when you look at a grim. Hmm. I thought at that point he'd finally kind of come around and was trying to protect her. 
You know? Interesting. Yeah. When he did look at her, she didn't see, or at least she didn't react as though she saw whatever you, the darkness. Um... I think she did. I think she's already voted in front of him, and he was looking right at her right. at that right. point. I think she definitely saw that blackness. Maybe it's informed a little bit how she's reacting here. Because I'm kind of angry at Juliet. Yeah. Um, I like look. Nick had a had a bad reaction when he first found out. Right. He he like he was like he left just like I uh, where are you going? I don't know. Like he he <laughs> that needed understand. He, yeah. He yeah. needed a moment to yeah. like. That's a big news drop. Right. Um, Juliet, like, ran away yeah. when when she first found out that he was a grim about mm-hmm. this and about all of this. She didn't believe him. And, yeah. like, granted, she'd gone through her own insanity right. with, like, losing her memories and then falling in love with Renard, Renard yeah. leading up to it. So, like, again, both people in circumstances where it's understandable that you might not react in the most con- controlled way. Yeah. But... After he comes back and he's like, I'm gonna mm-hmm. stand by you, like, I love you, like, we are forever, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. To, like, he's still clearly struggling with right. this, yeah. but he's willing to work through it. Yeah. And she's just like, I'm gonna vote, which she knows is a horrifying thing <laughs> yeah. to see. And he's like, look at me. Look at me. I would have been like, girl, calm down. Give me a week. Like, yeah, like, this is new. She's like, kiss me. Kiss this horrifying, <laughs> leathery, wrinkled face. That had no lips. That's the other thing. Right. Yeah. She's talking, and it's not moving. You can hear the ch- the chatter of her teeth hitting. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> Gross. however, to, to her, uh, in her defense, I guess, I would say. Um, I mean, no matter how much he's trying, I I think what she was, what she is saying that she doesn't want just like lip service. He can say that he wants to try to make it work as much as possible, but he's still disgusted with her, you know? And so that, and if anything, the, the veneer of who she, her like human face is only an illusion now. She is the Hexen Beast at this point. Mm. Well, that's an interesting, I guess that's a big debate amongst like, that we've heard throughout the series is like with Vesson, are you hiding your true self mm-hmm. when you're not Vogue? Is that your true self coming out? Or is it some other part of you right. breaching uh, and covering up who you are? Mm-hmm. Which is the real person? And I think that that v- sort of varies person to person and ve- like Vesson to Vesson. Like yeah. some people. Like, Monroe is a perfect example. Like, the blue butt underneath is more like a part of himself that he's tried to move past in his life. Right. It's this piece of him, just like you have, like, a family history that you don't... If you don't, if you have a bad family, let's say, you come from racist folks or anything like that, you don't want to be that. You don't want to be that thing. But it is still a part... That upbringing in, in those people's influence on you, for better or worse, is still a part of who you are. So if that could come out and physically express itself occasionally, that's sort of what I think Monroe mm-hmm. goes through when he vogues. Um, I would say Adeline would be like the opposite, right? Where mm-hmm. she is a hexen beast, and then she puts on this little uh, facade. Facade, facade yeah. of humanness. Right. Yeah, it's sort of uh, another weird analogy. I'm going to stretch a little bit here. It's sort of like Superman versus Spider Man. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, so exciting! <laughs> well, Superman, he is 
Kal-El. He is Superman. And he puts on Clark Kent with the glasses. That's his disguise. Ah, he is disguised yeah. when he is Clark Kent. Um, but Peter Parker is Peter Parker, and he hides as Spider-Man. He's right. pretending to be Spider-Man. That was beautiful. Um, but, the, but it's a, but much the same way that Vessin... Uh, it, you're right. I think it's different for different people. Yeah. But I feel like Juliet has only just discovered this. It's a completely new part of her. Like, what? Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be her at her forefront. Yeah. It's like she just discovered that she's one-eighth Irish. <laughs> so she's gonna go get tanked on St. Patty's Day. It's like no. You said she discovered this little part of her. Well, I mean, to, to, but it is a big part of who she, of her, the rest of her life because this is like a massive power that she's gonna be dealing with. Yeah. yeah. Um, even Henrietta's like, oh, you don't even know. She's so oh, powerful. Henrietta. Henrietta. Yeah, so let, let's discuss that for a minute. Because, okay. okay, so Nick wants to meet with Henrietta. Because he, much like Juliet when it first happened, doesn't believe the fact that it can't be fixed. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, no. And he's finally playing the, the card like all the fans have been shouting about. Like, but we just saw some yeah. Hex and Beast lose their powers. <laughs> like, why can't we just do that again? I like, I like your answer. No. It does. No. No. <laughs> just oh, turn okay. to the camera. No. Doesn't go, it's not going to work. Shut up about it. <laughs> just back off. She's a hexen beast now. <laughs> I feel like we finally got to that point um, in the show. We're in for the fourth season where they're like, you know what? Let's just take care of the answer to this question now. Right? We had all three seasons, four seasons to get to. Well, how do they know he's a Grim when they look at him? <laughs> and now they're like, you know what? We're just going to shoot this down real quick. Right. Nope. Okay. Yeah. I mean, just uh, as a general thing, I'm like, just do it right away. Yeah. Get yeah. it all. Come and they, I think they did a good job with yeah. this one of yeah. getting it in as fast as you could. Um <laughs> <laughs> Happy to be back, you guys. Um, so, what the hell were we talking about? Oh, so Henrietta come, then comes on to Nick. She's like, starts stroking his face. She doesn't even come on to him. She's like, I, I have you. I control you. I can do yeah. it if I wanted. I mean, very interesting. Just like that's, we sort of haven't gone into how powerful Hex and Beast are. We know that their spells can be powerful when they like, cook up potions yeah. over like a month or like they, but like but that's different from she's just standing there yeah. and she effectively without doing anything but standing there is able to she's like a she's like he's like ready to make out with her yeah right until I, she releases him <laughs> she rolled a 20 on charm Okay. Um, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> we get a thumbs up for the food for you. Um, uh, I had something to say. I lost it. Go. <laughs> Henrietta. Um, but so, yeah. Yeah, so Nick, at this point, he just doesn't, like, there's nothing to do, and that's yeah. what he's being told. Um, I feel like Adeline is, we're seeing... She might be like the weakest hexen beast we've ever met. Yeah, right. Because right? like she can't do anything without like first making a potion or making the cookies or I have to read a book about it. Mm-hmm. Like, well, 
until like when she had the baby and she was extra powerful. Yeah. But other than that, and that was mostly the baby. Yeah, she seems to be really weak as a hexen beast. Yeah, I guess the only one who has been weaker was her mom. <laughs> well, I would argue it's, um, it's not true. in favor of them being strong, but I would argue that they their family seemed like they never really had to do much for themselves. They never had to like fend for themselves oh, yeah, in any true. way, so they've never had to be powerful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They were well off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we uh, we see from uh, Renard's mom how, like, a powerful hex and beast can just be like, I'm going to stay young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we don't even know. Henrietta could be, like, 200 years old, for all we know. I'd believe it. Because um, she seems like she's just, like, the most studied of the Hex and Beast. Like, she knows this stuff. Yeah. We also haven't seen Renard do anything, like, super powerful. But he's only he's half, half Zauber, Zauber Beast. And a yeah. man. <laughs> he's a man. <laughs> Shut up. But it's fair. We don't know if Zauber Beasts have the same type of powers as Hex and Beasts. Right. I mean, we know that Juliet is is more powerful. We know that Henrietta is more powerful. But I feel like Alan is... is Less powerful, right? Like, there's like a here's the Hexen Beast, you know, Henrietta, Juliet, Adeline. (laughs) (laughs) She's really strong at getting pregnant, so that's a thing. She's really (laughs) strong at getting men in bed with her. Yes. Whoa, guys. (laughs) I mean, we sort of saw it from a preview, yeah, um, from the before the the hiatus, but whoa, Adeline's pregnant again. Yeah, is just keep it in your bed. Like, I no. Look, here's the thing, <laughs> Adeline. I, here Are you I, about to PSA to her, Adeline? I need to yes, talk. yes. It's an intervention. Yeah, girl. Look, <laughs> no one's judging you for sleeping with all these hot guys. No one's gonna judge you for that. They are all really good looking. Good for you. Get on the goddamn pill. <laughs> what is wrong with you? She has had way larger priorities. Yeah, like revenge. Or use a condom. Like, I don't understand. I no, mean, I she get, did look, look I with get Nick that she I couldn't. That. Like, that was that. the whole thing. She needed... Get on the pill. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I'm saying, if you are going... you're an, She's an adult, Right. She is a fully fledged adult. She has. She's a lawyer, right? Remember way back when we first met her. She was traipsing around Europe in like some magical brownie induced. Uh... Yeah, but she didn't sleep with anybody then. <laughs> I'm just well, saying, what I'm kind sure of response? The... Like she's an irresponsible re- adult, and I feel like um, because this is her second unplanned pregnancy, right. I'm going to get so much hate <laughs> from people. But if you're gonna be that. Uh, if you're going to do that, then you need to be smart about it. If you could become a lawyer, you know, and seduce all these men, you can learn to take the pill or any alternative option. It just doesn't make sense. I assume she'd have to have some kind of Vessin uh, pill. It wouldn't have to... I don't know if she could use the regular one, though. Why not? Well, I mean, especially in this specific case, where... Because we, we know Nick's the father. Right. Right. Um, she needed all the stuff that happened there to, like, work its magic, I if get, you will. I get it with Nick. I totally get it with Nick. Well, that's what happened here. But if we're... If she's already being... She's already being irresponsible. How... 
I don't trust her but so to she raise couldn't a have... child if she's going to be this irresponsible. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, she is literally going to the ends of the earth to yeah. get her child back. Right. By the ends of the earth, you mean just Portland. And Europe. <laughs> she went to Europe, Tari. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes, yeah. you're right. She went half. She went halfway around the globe. So just Portland and that palace. Yeah. <laughs> just, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Not I mean, even Europe. She didn't explore Europe. She went to one specific place and stayed there. Yeah, but it was far away. Okay. It was a hike to get there. Okay. I mean... And it wasn't even really her choice to go to Europe. Yeah, she would have true. stayed in Portland the and whole time. Looked, and looked there, yeah. <laughs> right. It's got to be here. It's, I know it, but it's somewhere. Angela Butler says Adeline is too selfish to be a mom. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, I, I would disagree, though. She's being, in a, in a sense, she's being very selfless. She's looking, she's spending, she's doing nothing now but looking for her child. Okay. Mm, but it's for her own like benefit. It's yeah. so that she could have a child. It's not like, hey, I want to raise this child to be uh, a functioning adult. It's like, no, I had a baby. It's mine. It's like if someone stole your toy and you're like, that was my toy. Wait, so if you if you had a baby and somebody stole it and they're like, they kidnapped your child and they're like, don't worry. We got a really good family to take care of it. They don't, we don't don't even worry about where they are. That's not important right now. Just know that the baby's cool. It's with my buddy's mom. Just they're, they're on the road. So here's why I think you're wrong. I'm going to defend you without okay. asking. Oh, because if you recall when she was pregnant and everyone was wanted the baby before it even came out, no one cared about the actual baby. They wanted this baby because of the circumstance, because of yeah. whose baby it was. So it's not that she had a baby and loved it, and then it got stolen, and then she was like, no, it's my baby. Like you were saying, it was there was this object, this precious object. It could have been a gem, yeah. for all we know. You know, that like she wanted this gem because everybody else wanted this gem. Baby MacGuffin. Yeah, but I don't think at this point thing. she's looking for. I mean, yes, at that time, but I think now she is looking for it because she wants her baby back. I don't think she's looking for a trading piece or anything like that. She's aware that it's going to be a problem once she finds Diana, mm-hmm. but I think she wants to keep it away from Victor and away from everybody else. She wants to raise her child on her own. Yeah, for all of Adeline's faults, I think she at least that is at least a very noble thing. Like, maybe not noble is the wrong word. (laughs) But she is a reasonable thing to want to raise your own child. You know what would be super reasonable? Is if she learned how to, you know, use protection. (laughs) That would be reasonable. She keeps a gun on her, I think. Nice. Yeah, but it prevents the magic from happening, (laughs) y'all. And otherwise, how's she going to get her powers back? She wasn't using magic with Renard or Eric. Eric? Yeah. Yep. Or Victor. I don't know who else she had sex with. <laughs> anyway, so here, so, not, but let's do so. We can speculate on, uh, and judge Adeline's misadventures all day. But, uh. Um, I would watch that show. Let's, but like, Showtime. so the big, but the big thing is that we're getting what a child now that we don't know has ever existed before. It is part Hex and Beast and part Grimm. I'm so excited. Not to mention under crazy circumstances, like, under crazy magical circumstances of, yeah. like, where powers are being transferred and reactivated yeah. and all kinds of stuff. That was, like, strong enough to, the whole spell was strong enough to create a mega powerful Hex and Beast right. before. 
what is this baby gonna be like? And what is it gonna see when it vogues in a mirror? <laughs> <laughs> what is it gonna The head see? just explodes. <laughs> it looks in the mirror and all it sees is like death and blackness. I like it. Um yeah, it's. I mean, it's going to be real interesting. Um, of course, like f- for anyone who's uh, unaware, Claire Coffey has been open about. She is the the actress Claire Coffey is pregnant now. What? So, oh. uh, we've talked about that before on this show. Also, but she so, was pregnant when she came to visit us. It's true. Um, <laughs> but so so yeah um, yeah. So they're, they're, they're like well. Looks like Adeline's having another baby. <laughs> but so what do you guys think? I mean, is this going to become... Is she going to be like, I got my baby. You guys keep the other one. <laughs> I doubt it. Um, is it going to be like that she just has like the two most powerful children on the planet? I feel like she's going to take it and use it to her advantage. Yeah. And then she's going to topple the royals. Yeah. Well, I think she's going to use it as leverage against Nick. Right. Um, mostly to see if she can, I mean, but, or also against Juliet, because now she's, this is another thing that she's taken from Juliet. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be a real big issue. I like, um, um we have a, we have a, Stephen Bailey says zombie, grim, hexen based. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, he's like he's a, a mega grim already. Yeah. So you've got like super grim, mm-hmm. plus hexen beast with crazy reinvented magic powers combined into one baby. <laughs> I'm tired. Like, that's <laughs> um, well, either way, it's almost impossible to speculate, um, but we're going to do some of it yeah. in predictions. Woo! <laughs> now, Are you making the sound? <laughs> there, there is sound. Doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> Support. Okay. <laughs> yep. Oh my god. What? Tayon is 91. What if she has twins? Uh, I want to meet your double mate. I'm tired. This hurts me. <laughs> well, there's also a chance that, like, it'll have no powers. Because not all Grimm's manifest as uh, people. Or, yeah. Oh. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're, like, the that. weakest company. You had all these re- all these pieces in your recipe. They all negated each other, and it's human. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then that's where humans come from. <laughs> When a grim Texan beast get together <laughs> when she's pretending to be someone else. Well, I mean, maybe it is going to be human because she's pretending to be um, Juliet when or she was Juliet's form, right? Well, see, that was an interesting... I think we talked about this like a bunch of weeks ago, and yeah. it's an interesting point. If, if she was Juliet, she took a potion that made her Juliet at right. the time of conception. Mm-hmm. Did that transformation go so deep as to rewrite the DNA of her eggs? <laughs> and look, I know it's crazy, yeah. but if she did, that would effectively mean that it is actually Nick and Juliet's baby, <laughs> DNA-wise. Well, so then... Okay, sorry, I'm just figuring out in my head. You speak. Okay, uh, I... I I disagree, though, in that, like, I think that it just changed her facade. Like, I don't think it, like, made her DNA, Juliet's DNA. I think because the the human image is essentially 
not her true image. Mm-hmm. Um, I imagine that that was just like it's like um, I forget the name of the spell, but it's the, it's like Polyjuice Potion. It doesn't like necessarily <laughs> change who you are on the inside. It just changes what you look like. But when we changed him back, Juliet had to be Adeline because there's magic as opposed to Juliet just looking like Adeline. Hmm. Maybe it was. Maybe it's sort of like voguing, where it doesn't really change what's on the inside. It doesn't change how you are perceived by other people. Mm-hmm. So it really is more surface level maybe. than right. anything else. Like if certain people looked at you, they would still see the original person. Well, Joseph Ortiz says, "Brain hurts. Bring in Mori to figure it out." <laughs> <laughs> that I want to see that like digital special where they have Mari try to sort through the issues of yeah. this group of people. Yeah. Um, so you slept with you. And your boss. And you two were sleeping <laughs> together. And you were in a sort of drug-induced love with <laughs> your boyfriend's boss. Who she already slept with. Yeah. So, and then she slept with your boyfriend. All right, guys. Bring <laughs> but up the as you... Uh, also, it looked like. Yeah, so predictions yeah. for next week. Juliet and Renard. She needs a place to stay. Yeah, well, where's she going to go? Um, His bed. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Why not? She's going to hang out at, um, what is it, Monroe's and them's, because they're her best friends. They're all besties and things. Yeah, it's odd that she chose. I mean, I don't think she would go to Monroe and Rosalie, though. Why not? Be- because she's turning her back on Nick. Like, they would, I think, in this case, like, be like, yeah, give Nick some time to adjust. Like, I think they would side, I think to a certain extent, and maybe I'm projecting a little bit because I'm on Nick's side, I think they would side mm-hmm. with Nick. Maybe, maybe they'd put her up as like a, we'll let you stay here while you two sort things out. Right. But I think maybe she doesn't even think that they would, it right. would be okay with that. Uh, and she also too. is going to want someone that can, Help her deal with the Hexen Beastness. Right. So she goes to her friend, the Half Zauber Beast. The really hot Half Zauber Beast yeah. that she used to kind of have feelings I for. I mean, it. here's the big question and yeah. the big predictions question Are Nick and Juliet done? Uh, I don't think so. I think it'll take a lot of, like, it'll take a lot of time to build back their relationship, but I think that they're, they're, End game, as shippers say. They are end game. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I was going to say that too. I think they're definitely end game. I think they might split for a bit. It maybe trouble will have to come back and fix it because mom and dad are fighting. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, maybe trouble comes back and just slaps them like, what the hell are you two doing? <laughs> yeah, that's what I like. I want that. Let's do that. All right. Also, Meisner. <laughs> Maybe he's the baby's father. No. Shut no. up. Um, real quick, I have a Crazy Pants Banana Town uh, prediction. All right, real quick. All right, next season we're going to jump 30 years, and it's going to be a war between Diana and this new baby. Whoa. <laughs> <Beautiful>. Excellent. <laughs> I like it. Nice. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. Um, on that, that note, <laughs> uh, that's going to do it for the grim after show here at AfterBuzz TV. Tari Miller, where do people keep up with you before next week? You can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Also, catch me on the Flash and Arrow panels. Awesome. 
You can find me online at yell.tv. That's Y-A-E-L.tv. Also, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all sorts of other places at Yell Teagle. That's Y-A-E-L-T-Y-G-I-E-L. And if you are a London-based nerd, tweet at me. I got some good news. Interesting. Yep. Um, guys, I'm Zach Wilson. You can tweet at me at that Zach Wilson. And also here at AfterBuzz, a whole bunch of shows. Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. on Tuesdays. Tomorrow night, we have Helix and Better Call Saul. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. We are so excited that Grim is back. We'll be yeah. here every week yeah. recapping nonstop through the finale because there are no more hiatuses. <gasps> yes. um, thank you guys. I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 